Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. The Colts have got injury problems at quarterback in particular, and how they're addressing them is really, really interesting. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, September 24th. We're rocking the, the Hawaiian shirt. It's a little bit chilly out, but what are you going to do? It's Hawaiian shirt Friday, right? We're brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill's the best in the world. If you've got a chance to hire the best dentist in the world, let's hire the best dentist in the world. It is just that simple a decision, and all you have to do is call 317-849-2933 and say, hey, listen, Jennifer, uh, Asia, hook me up, get me in, and they'll take care of it. That's all you have to do. Let's talk about the Colts. Carson Wentz didn't practice yesterday. Other guys, uh, Braden Smith didn't practice today. Darius Leonard didn't practice yesterday. That's kind of the routine. He's got that ankle. Uh, Doyle and Fisher also didn't practice yesterday, but that was a matter of rest, just giving those guys a chance. In a 17-game season, you got to take care of the older guys. Fisher's 30. I think Jack's 31, 32. So you got to take care of those guys. No problem there. Limited, Paris Campbell. I guess that's a good thing. He's limited until he's not. He's going to play until all of a sudden another part of his body fails. I hate that for Paris Campbell. He's a good dude and a good wide receiver, a potential explosive weapon for the Colts, and he just can't get on the field. So what the hell are you going to do about that? Uh, Xavier Rhodes was limited yesterday. That's a good thing. Full go Zach Paschal. That's a good thing. And Julian Blackman. Paschal, I like being healthy. He's the one guy you can count on in that receiver core. Michael Pittman also healthy. So at least whoever the quarterback is going to be is going to have somebody to throw to. That could be Brett Hundley, Tom Pelissero of the, of the NFL Network. Good morning, David. Tom Pelissero said that Brett Hundley took the majority of the one snaps on Wednesday, meaning that he was with the starters and that Jacob Eason did not. So is Jacob Hundley or is <laughs> Jacob Hundley? It really doesn't matter if we mix up their names. Brett, uh, you know, you, you, who cares? It, does it matter if it's Eason or Hundley? I guess that's really the question. Hundley, here's who Hundley is. You mentioned seeing some highlights. Uh, Brett Hundley, 28 years old, fifth-round draft pick in 2015. Started nine games for the Packers in 2017. He was 3-6, completed 60.8% of his passes, uh, nine touchdowns, 12 interceptions. His yards per attempt, 5.8. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, his passer rating was uh, 44.8, uh, or his QBR was 44.8. Uh, that's not real good either. So yards per attempt is a really important metric for the Colts and, and the way they look at quarterbacks through analytics. And, and to have a yards per attempt for a team that was capable with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback of running up some really good numbers to have a yards per attempt at, uh, at, at that level at 5.8 is, is just not acceptable. So the Colts are where the Colts are. 
And, and you can argue about whether they should have had somebody as, uh, as Ryan Grigson did, a guy like Hasselbeck, as a backup quarterback. You can make that argument. But what happened when the Colts had Hasselbeck in, in 2015 as the backup, they went 8-8. Eight and eight. All right, you want to be 8-8, eight and eight, what do you get out of being 8-8? Eight and eight? You're more competitive, yes. Do you make the playoffs? No. Do you get a terrific draft pick around whom you can kind of move the franchise forward or through whom? No, you don't get. Have I ever been to a Renaissance Festival? Do I look like a guy who goes to a Renaissance Festival? I'm a walking Renaissance Festival, depending upon your definition of Renaissance. No. I've never been like, like in Cable Guy with Jim Carrey and, uh, and Matthew Broderick on, on steeds and armor knocking each other off horses. No, I've never, <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> Serving wench, bring me another carafe of ale. No, I, I haven't done it. It sounds like fun. I, I'm not judging. Yeah, they don't have smoothies at the, uh, they, they never had, Henry VIII was not drinking smoothies. So, uh, Brett Hundley is not the answer if the Colts want to go to the playoffs, but nobody is, all right? And that's the way it goes. Do, do you want to be competitive for a championship, or do you want to go 8-8? Eight and eight? I guess this is the kind of the question that's molding the future of the franchise as Carson Wentz tries to come back from these ankles. We'll find out more as uh, we get the injury list today. Is Wentz going to try to practice? How's the ankle doing? Can he be athletic on the field against a team like the Tennessee Titans? Speaking of the Tennessee Titans, and, and by the way, it's not like Brett Hundley has done a whole lot of stuff other than that year where he was the, uh, the starter for nine games in 2017. That year, his work during that year, 623 of his 685 live snaps as an NFL quarterback. So there you go. Tennessee, only a five-point favorite. What does this mean? Well, what it means is that Tennessee really isn't very good and that they've got injury problems of their own. Roger Saffold has an injury issue. Taylor Luan, although he was full go yesterday, uh, has injury problems. They're really not very good. Uh, they, they've got great talent at the skill positions. Their offensive line is a mess, like I said. In particular, the middle of that offensive line, the Colts, they can get after Ryan Tannehill. And if you can get after Ryan Tannehill you can put you, and you knock him down and you get him to hurry a little bit, maybe you can force him into some bad throws, and all of a sudden you're on your way to that 40 turnover mark they got three so far through two games. You know what? That's a, a pace of 25 or 26. That's not close to 40. Set legitimate goals that can be accomplished for the love of God. They're not going to go 0-15. No, 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 no. Uh, the Colts are too good. We, you saw the Texans last night. They stink on ice. The Jaguars stink. That's four wins. The Jets, they stink. You know, there you go. There goes Julie. Julie's had enough. She said, I've had enough to hell with it. I don't want to hear any more about the Titans. So, no, no, 0-5, no. Look, he just gave these guys extensions through 2026. He's already stepped in and said, boys, it's your show. 
So, um, the, the cornerbacks for the Titans, not very good. The rush guys, not very good. The Titans aren't a really good football team other than Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones. That's it. They got talent on the exterior. Their interior, not very good. Colts are going to be a 500 team. Knock wood. Here are the six things you got to do to compete successfully in this game, all right? Uh, and six things you've got to know about this game. The Titans uh, are the worst team that the Colts have played through this third week. The Seahawks and the Rams are legit teams. The Titans, not so much. Uh, the defense had three, three straight three and outs against the Rams in the third quarter. That was a good thing. Maybe they figured out some things during that period. I'm always a little bit worried about Matt Eberflus, that there are parts of the game where he's like, you know what, we're just going to let them dink and dunk and get uh, the sticks moving and develop momentum, and then he kind of adjusts. I'd rather see the Colts get out, get after it right from the get-go. Uh, number three, they better have a plan, a, a better plan for A.J. Brown and Julio Jones than they had for Cooper Cup, right? And that means you got to put pressure on Tannehill. My thoughts on empty backfield sets for the Colts is that they are idiotic. If you've got a running back like Jonathan Taylor that you're going to rely on to be kind of a bell cow guy, if you can run the football at all, you know, if you don't have him in the backfield, particularly as a guy who can protect the quarterback, you got real problems, right? And if you don't have the hint of a run, then people... Eh, 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 I hate empty backfield for the Colts. Uh, number four, you got to work over Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins, he's in his 10th year as a cornerback in the NFL, and he's just as dumb as he was when he came into the league with the St. Louis Rams in 2012. He bites on early moves every single time. You threaten to throw it under it. Now, if you do throw it underneath, he could take it to the house. He is always looking to pick the ball off. So, you pump go, and if you've got time to make the throw and they don't have safety help over the top, you got a touchdown. You can take advantage of Janoris Jenkins. Number five, finally win a red zone battle, right? Your red zone defense has got to stand up, and your red zone offense has got to put it in the end zone. Can we do that? for? Or just finally say to hell with it, Rod, go get me three. That easy. Number six, pressure, pressure, pressure. You have got to put pressure on the Tennessee Titans. If Henry gets rolling, that's the way it goes. You, you can't uh, get hammered both on the ground and in the air. You have got to take one of those away. And I don't think you're going to be able to take Derrick Henry away because Derrick Henry against the Colts the last four times they played, 2020, he went for 103 and 178, averaged 5.4 and 6.6. Yards per carry go back to 2019. He had 82 and 49, 5.5 and 5.7 yards per carry. So there you go. That's what you need to know about the Colts and the Titans this weekend. IU is at Bowling Green, Kentucky to play Western Kentucky. They could get beat down there. 8 o'clock tomorrow night on CBS Sports Network, nine-point favorites. Uh, Purdue against Illinois at Purdue, 3.30 on BTN tomorrow. Purdue, 11-point favorites. Illinois straight-up sucks. 
David Bell is going to be a game-time decision. He's still in the concussion protocol. Notre Dame and Wisconsin playing at Soldier Field in Chicago. That game noon on Fox. Wisconsin is six-and-a-half-point favorite. Notre Dame, uh, money line, plus 190. Ooh, ooh, ding, 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 ding. A little alarm's going off in my head. Uh, Ryder Cup gets started in about 55 minutes. Ryder Cup, here, I, this, I just, I don't know what to do about this. Foursomes start at 8 o'clock, and uh, the Euros are plus 220. They've won nine in the last 12 Ryder Cups. It seems like the Americans can't figure out how to beat the Euros, and the Euros are plus 220. I know in the top nine golfers in world rankings, you got like one Euro in the top nine, and some Americans, I don't know. It seems, again, like maybe they're handing out money. This is another thing that I wouldn't bet. If I did bet, I wouldn't bet it, because I'm not betting against the United States of America. I just won't do it. High school football tonight. Cathedral and Hammond Morton, a lot of, uh, that's a cathedral dug deep to go get a homecoming opponent, Hammond Morton. That, Hammond, nothing against Hammond Morton, but that's the kind, I used to see Cathedral play against teams with like 24 players. You know, you had 11 on the field, you had 13 on the sidelines and a couple of coaches. I hope Hammond Morton brings more than one bus full of kids. Uh, for Cathedral to lay waste to. That game tonight at Arlington, uh, where Cathedral plays its home games. Brabuff at Roncalli, terrific game. Uh, Chittard at Guerin, HSE at Zionsville, Noblesville at Franklin Central, Plainfield at Decatur Central, Ben Davis at LN, Avon at Fishers, Center Grove at LC. Center Grove is a monster. And Hamilton, uh, or uh, uh, Heritage Christian, at Covenant Christian. We'll see what happens there. You know what? Lost in the state championship in, in soccer to Heritage Christian. When I was a sophomore in high school, I still hate that place. I, I hold grudges forever. Uh, Brandon says, I hope Frank has a game plan for RT because my gut tells me Autry. Danico Autry is going to be ready to play for the Titans. He's going to want to, and he's going to look at Julian Davenport if Braden Smith can't go, and it looks like he won't be able to go. And he's going to be licking his, his chops a little bit, isn't he? Uh, birthdays. Let's celebrate some birthdays. The great Lauren Oz celebrating a birthday. The great Steve Klein. Steve Klein, in his 50s, still one of the best softball hitters in the world. Still puts the barrel on the ball and flips it wherever he wants, man. It's like he's hitting a tennis ball the way he hits a softball. Uh, Gretchen Bonaducci. How about that celebrating a birthday? Danny Bonaducci's wife or ex-wife. I'm not sure what their state of marital, uh, marital repose is. Uh, Neil Lauterbaugh, happy birthday, Jake Kiger, and Eddie Garrison celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today, this afternoon, we go out. We talk to Ivan the Idol. He's going to make picks for the weekend. I can't wait to hear who he picks. Colts, Titans, IU, Western Kentucky, let's go. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. They beat me in soccer. What do you want me to do, Heritage Christian? You beat me? I hold a grudge. That's just the way it is. I love Heritage Christian.